Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, good morning, Raw Feeders. I am Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble like my friend Neely Piazza. Good morning, Miss Niels. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? You know, I'm just, I'm pissed. I'm pissed <laughs> off. I'm pissed Uh-oh. off. Well, I saw another independent vet um, facility here in Evergreen, Colorado, go corporate. They sold out. They sold out to the the enemy. And, and, you know, when I step back and I think, what are we going to do, Neely? How are we going to get good health care for our pets? Meaning this uh, minimal toxins put in their body. How are we going to be able to use no sods? How are we going to be able to go in and get spay and neuter or uh, if we need that or, you know, without all of these requirements and mandates because it's coming. And I just think, well, coming, it's already here, but. Well, it's hard enough already, but we're just going to have to do kind of what they're trying to do in the uh human medical world is just create our own do our own thing outside of outside of corporate guidelines i mean there's a there's a market for it you just um you know we just gotta connect with the right people how to go about doing that i don't know but well what yeah. do you th- i mean do you think that um i mean Obviously, there there are some pet parents and some human people. Obviously, <laughs> we're all humans uh, versus aliens, I guess. That just don't go to the doctor. They don't see a need to run to the doctor for everything, right? And I think, like me, <laughs> like you, like me, <laughs> yeah. and um, and and that's good, right? And that's good. Um, in the state of the way that healthcare is right now. I was talking to um, a guy at the gym last night and he said, one of his friends is a doctor here in uh, the Denver area. And she said, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. We're not practicing medicine anymore. It's, she said what the, the mandates that they're under and the. uh, It's too corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. The protocol that they're under, she said, she just can't do it. So it's, it's a little frightening and, it's frightening to me, you know, because I, I want to keep my dogs clean. I want to keep them healthy. And, um, man, it's just, it's so disappointing. And I, I, and I get it, uh, how they're being sold because I've talked to our daughter and she understands how they come in and make the sales pitch because most veterinarians just want to go in and, you know, help pets. They don't really want to do the business of the business. The business part, right. Yeah, because that's difficult. And look, the tax thing is going to get difficult. And for all of us, I think uh, another, you know, fear factor there, they're going to run all the small businesses out. 
um, with this new yeah. uh, IRS stuff. But um, but yeah, so that's that's disappointing because I think what happens is you can't you can't have independent thinking anymore, right? You well, can't. Yeah, there's a lack of that anyway, but I. <clears throat> I don't know. I, it's just following the same trajectory that everything else is. So we just have to hold the line like we've been doing. And eventually like-minded people find each other and, and create their own, their own network and their own community that way. And so when we find somebody that is aligns with a uh, holistic perspective and, um, you know, respects uh, people's views and and all that, then we just have to hang on to them and promote the heck out of them, I guess, so that other people can find them. Right. I mean, you know, I think they've tried to take homeopathy out for a long time, right? Tried to take the yeah. homeopathic yeah. Uh, information out. You've got Dr. William Faulkner. You've certainly got Rita Hogan. Um, you've got all the people that we talk about. And um, these people are, you know, what's so crazy to me is that you, you've got these people who are risking it all, right, for the health of either people or pets. They're risking yeah. a lot. And yet you have people coming at you because they believe that whatever you're doing is causing issues in, in their pets. And I, I just see this like World War Z. Remember that show? I don't know if you ever saw it with... Um, Oh, what's his name? Brad Pitt, where all of these zombies are just piling up on top of one another. They're trying to get over the over this um, wall, you know, to get to the humans to get them. And and I sometimes, you know, I feel like that, that that we have a lot piling up against us and um, and that people unknowingly, unknowingly cut their nose off to spite their face because they don't do their research. You know. Well, they never that's been that's been the problem all along is that they've handed their control over to somebody else rather than, um, you know, being in control of their own health or their dog's health, all that. And it, we've turned into a society of trust the experts, trust the experts. Yeah, but, you know, you should at least know it's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing is is depressing. Um but, um, you know, I, I was listening I mean, to a, I was listening to a podcast today back to, to trust the ex- experts. And, and this was a guy that writes on, um, Marxism, right. He writes on, um, what he's been writing on it and looking at all these documents from way back when and everything. And one of the things that he says is that that is a real push. That is a real push right now. And it has been to stop thinking, do not talk about, uh, that's why you see all the censorship, right? That um, we can only trust the experts, that you do not have a uh, mind that can figure things out. So you must trust the experts. And that's a power grab. And, And that is definitely what we see in this business, right? Mm -hmm. So I had uh, somebody call me the other day and said, I I'm confused. I don't know who to trust. And I, I said, well, I can't really help you on who to trust, right? That that's something that you're going to That's have. a personal discernment issue. 
Right. And the, the question is really, um, uh, what does somebody have to gain? Right. Certainly um, we're all, I, I wanted to say, we're all selling something. We're all selling something, right. But are they selling um, pet health based on years and years of experience? Um, where is the scientific backed information? Um you know, there's, there's all types of things. I mean, that you have to look at, but. Well, you gotta be careful with that whole science thing too, because science is corrupt to the core. Oh yeah. Well, let me just read you something that you're going to love because yeah, you know what you love this stuff. Hang on. Let me move my uh, little thing over this. So as you know, um, I look at pet food industry a lot and this article came out where where they are saying ancient grains, digestible, palatable as rice in dog food. So what they want is this, um, they want to call it ancient grains, nearly ancient grains. Now, what they did was they said that they did this experiment with 10 adult female beagles. Why are beagles always in these experiments? creepy anthony they Fauci. control the it's controlled breeding they buy them from yeah same as rats and mice it's a whole thing oh uh, anyway here we go so they did this experiment with 10 adult female beagles um and they did five dog food formulations but in the diets they included up to 40 percent rice 40 percent rice needles or one of four ancient grains uh Aramith, white, proso, millet, quinoa, or oat groats. And the dogs ate their assigned diets for 10 days. And then the scientists evaluated, this is so scientific. Then the scientists evaluated their feces and urine for another four days, followed by a day for blood samples. And what were they feeding them during the time they were analyzing their poop? Well, the, it, they don't really say. They said, you know, it was uh, could yeah, have been forty percent exactly. rice, or it could have been the aromath or this other millet. But it said when utilized as the main carbohydrate source at a relatively high inclusion level, so forty percent. Dogs don't need ancient grains were well accepted and appropriate for adult dogs with no detrimental effects on stool quality or micronutrient digestibility. Okay. So that's all nonsense. Who's to say what a quality stool is? I mean, stool is to get rid of toxins, right? So, and how do they know there's absorption of micronutrients? How do they know what micronutrients went in to start with? And how do they know what they're measuring? They don't. It's all a bunch of nonsense. And it goes on to say. And, oh, ten day, and for 10 days, you can't tell anything for 10 days. Right. So they wanted to look at the glycemic or the insulin uh, responses in these healthy dogs in this study. And here's what they say. It can be implied it can be implied that this ancient grain may benefit obese, insulin-resistant, and or diabetic dogs. This benefit yeah, should whatever. be evaluated <laughs> in future studies. I'm just like, are you serious? But I, it, 
it just, it, it blows my mind. And basically it's everybody trying to figure out what are the buzzwords? What can I say that will make pet parents feel comfortable about giving said food to their dogs? Right. And maybe we should try harder to convince people, but I just don't. I'm like, when somebody says, my dogs don't do well on raw, I want to say, well, what do you think that they're not doing well on meat, bones, organ, or fat? Yeah, I had I had a consult the other day and the lady kept saying, well, my dog doesn't do well on that. Well, my dog doesn't do well on that. My dog doesn't do well on that. And I'm like, okay, well, your dog is not doing well at all right now, or we wouldn't be talking, right? And you're, she was comparing apples to oranges, and you know, like we're talking about rabbit as a protein. And um, she's like, "Well, my dog doesn't do good on rabbit. She has runny poop, and but she was feeding half rabbit, half rice, no organs, and no bone." Okay, and I'm like that's you can't you can't say your dog doesn't do well on rabbit from from that (laughs) and 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 finally i was like okay so if you're if you don't want to hear what i'm what i have to say and what i'm trying to help you with then why are we having this conversation did you ask that question Yeah, I'm 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 like I'm like, dude, you know, you're telling me that you have this horrible price. She says, this is not anything that anybody's ever seen before. I'm like, I see this all the time, (laughs) all the time. This that you've described to me is 80 percent of the people that I talk to have basically this exact outline. And and she's like, really? I'm like, "Uh, yeah. So. So, you know, if you're not willing to change what you're doing that is not working, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, yeah. I can't I can't I can't say that what I'm telling you to do 100 percent for sure guaranteed is going to work, but you got to change something. And there are your dog has runny poop because it's not getting any bone at all. So, you know, that's. That's got to change. So anyway, I mean, I was a little bit more tactful and a little nicer than that, but um, I doubt it. It's like it, <laughs> well, maybe not a whole <laughs> lot, but but some, but some, you know. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta like kick people out of their out of their coma, you know, and be like, and what is what is it that you're doing that's working? I mean. So you're afraid to change what is obviously detrimental and not working. So, you know, well, this is, this is what I have to say. This is what I would do, do, you know, do it or don't, but. (laughs) Do you, do you feel like that, that uh, she's going to, to make that change or what? Well, part of the problem is just like what you just said, she's got, uh, multiple different people telling her different things. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like, I don't know, you know, she's like, I don't know what to, she doesn't know who to believe. So it's like, well, it's not like one person is going to be hundred percent, right. hundred percent of the time you have to, that's where your discernment comes in. You have to, 
use some common sense and think about things and think about what you have done, what you have not done. And, you know, for the most part, owners know their dog better than anybody else does. For the most part, people that pay attention anyway, you know, so you, you gather enough information and go from there. You know, I, I don't know. It's again, it's like you have to use common sense. And if you, if you're too wrapped up or, or lazy or busy, whatever you want to call it to, um, putting any effort into it, then, you know, you're, you're not going to get anywhere. Pretty much everything you get out of it, what you put into it. So, you know, garbage in, garbage out. So if you're not willing to, if you want somebody to spoon feed you everything, you're never going to get anywhere. You have to put some investment into it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing about it is, is, is we agree that there are some combinations that people are doing that don't work. Just like what you yeah. were saying, it doesn't work if you don't include bone. It really doesn't work if you don't have fat in there, or if you don't have uh, the right. organs. So, um, that I mean, is- having somebody guide guide you through something and direct you in the right direction, so that you can, as a jumping off point or something, that's different. You know, like we're talking about trusty experts. That's different. That's um, or talking to somebody that that um, will resonate with you to give you the, the courage to make that initial step and then continue on you know, that that's, that's more reasonable than having somebody just spoon feed you, um, a recipe, you know? Well, and even things like, which I don't do by the way. Right. 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 (laughs) Right. I don't, well, I guess I, no, I don't, you know, people call me and they'll say, well, I'm using, you know, Dr. Becker's recipe. Can you guide me? And I'm like, no, I, I would say, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. And, um, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's just funny. It's just, it's just, yeah. I'm just like, God, uh, no, I'm not if doing- I had to, fo- I can't even follow a recipe for my own food. If I was following a recipe for the dog food, I'd pull my hair out. There's no way I would keep doing that. It'd be too hard, too, too structured, too, um, too written in stone kind of, that's just not the way food and nutrition works. You know, there's definitely, um, guidelines and, and lines that, you know, lanes you want to kind of stay in, but it's not cut and dry, you know, I mean, it's not hard either. That's not to say it's hard, but it's not, it's just not black and white like that. No, so I've never been into, you know, you get the basic principles down, you, you, you see what works for your dog. Or, or usually it's more what doesn't work is what stands out. So you're like, oh, well, I won't do that again. I was like Harvey and Harvey and chicken, you know, anytime he gets chicken, his ears swell up, t- turn blood red. And it takes me a month to get them right again. So I'm like, mm, I better not do that. 
Yeah. You know, but it's just him. The others are fine with it. So, you know. Yeah, it's, you, it's, it's, um, they're, they're it, it's like poop, right? So, um, oh, my, yeah. My neighbor, <laughs> she just, I get poops, poop pictures every day. And I'm like, to me, the poops look just fine. Some looks days. fine. I know. You know, I've some, never gotten a poop picture that wasn't look fine to me either. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like I'm not sure. So what? What's our goal here? Is our goal to what, what's our goal? <laughs> you know, uh, because the poops, depending on whether you're giving um, more bone or chicken feet or this or that, they're going to look different. And it's gonna, right, exactly. And everybody wants the poop to look exactly the same and be exactly the same amount every single day. I'm like, no. If you if it's like that, there's a problem. It needs it should be different all the time because you should be feeding different things all the time. And you know, some days it's gonna be um, light colored and chalky and hard, and other days it's gonna be soft and dark and tarry and you know. Some days it's going to have a sock in it. I mean, you know, <laughs> God, I hope not, man, but I do know, you know, people really freak out about dogs chewing on bones, but they, they somehow think it's cute when they chew on fabric. And I'm like, you know, that that's a real cause of a blockage. Yeah. That's a real cause of, you know, danger. Exactly. So, so let's don't do that. You know, and if they're tearing up, toys and if they're tearing up plastic toys for sure take them away i'm sorry if they like them you know yeah it, don't give them plastic plastic is toxic yeah they just cannot you just you know asta used to really you know uh like her toys and then lozzy came along and lozzy started ripping the crap out of them and eating them so it was like sorry we got to take away your toys so now you get fish and bones and you know things yeah. like that so <laughs> And yeah. uh, so um, what was I going to ask you? I had a question. Oh, about a protein rotation. So I get that question a lot, Neely, that people really get confused on the rotation. So I just wanted to ask you what's, because my method's probably going to be different than yours. What's your method of rotation? Um, personally, or what I tell people? Ah, what? You don't, you don't take your own advice? Well, I mean, I tell them what I do, but then I tell them, you know, what I, what I feel like is adequate, acceptable, totally fine, whatever. But I mean, you know, I'm feeding four dogs, so they, they usually get uh, something different and my freezers are stocked. So they usually get something different every one or two days. Right. Cause mm -hmm. I have, I have enough dogs to go through, to go through that. I have enough back stock to just pull whatever I want. Not everybody's in that situation. You know, some people don't have enough freezer space to have, have more than one order at a time kind of, you know, so, um, I, I, um, I usually tell people don't stay on the same protein for more than a week or two, you know, rotating daily is totally fine. Um, be sure you are, are rotating between three to five different proteins more is fine if you can do it but i think three to five is totally adequate totally fine um and you know the the biggest variety of organs from the biggest variety of animals you can possibly get your hands on um you know because you're you're 
balance comes over time with variety like that, if you want to call it balance, I, that's even a charged word anymore. I don't even like using that word, but um, so, you know, I, I, so, so, you know, it depends on the person's situation. And if they have like a little tiny chihuahua or something like that, and it'll take them two weeks to go through one, two pound chub, you know, so it just kind of depends on the, on the, in on the situation, what, what kind of, um, setup each person has, but personally, mine usually get something different every one to three days just because that's that works for the way i'm set up yeah and for me i i've said this plenty of times but i go to my freezer and um i pull out four different proteins and i put them and i so that's eight pounds at a time i thought eight eight to ten pounds at a time because i have two germans Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so i'm going to go through that in five days for sure. So Mm -hmm. there's probably going to be a turkey. There's going to be a beef. There's going to be a lamb. There's going to be tripe. And I may Mm -hmm. throw in another pound of organs and just mix it all up and then feed them from there. Now. Yeah. That's kind of, that's real similar to, to what I do. I mean, if you look at the final, final result, that's real similar to how I do it too. Yeah. And again, I say, look, I do it that way because I know my dogs, you know, your dogs, my dogs don't, don't have digestive issues. They don't have poop issues. They don't have finicky issues. They don't have itchy issues. So I don't have to separate things out and go, what's, what, you know, what, what's the problem here? And, um, and to this day, uh, Neely, I, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at dogs that don't want to eat raw if they don't want to eat raw i don't know they're not in front of me so i can't say whether they actually don't want to eat raw um yeah that doesn't ever make sense to me either i mean how many dogs have i had just just since you've known me 15 20 and i've never had one (laughs) i've never had an issue with that no i haven't either and i've been doing it you know 22 years 23 years so i i don't know what's going on um I have no idea, but um, again, for our listeners, if you have issues with raw dog foods, whether it's mine or somebody else's, number one, let's see if you're giving enough variety. Number two, are the dog's teeth bothering them and the food's too cold? Number three, are you giving in and giving them something that is high in carbs, whether that is, mm-hmm. you know, a topper or um, some sort of mixture or uh, treats? Yeah, processed treats. Mm-hmm. Um, are you cooking for them? Right? Because I'm, I'm not kidding you. Dogs are so incredibly, incredibly smart that. Oh, yeah. They will figure yeah, out what. Will- yeah, they'll get you trained really quick. The other thing, I, I, um, okay, I'm gonna knock on wood. I don't, don't want to jinx myself, but you know, my my dogs are never sick. I never have, you know, I never have those kinds of issues, and um, I think that the reason my dogs are never sick is because I never go to the vet. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't do any preventative anything. I don't do any of that toxic mess. 
um, that's not really prevention and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of people that feed raw do, even if they do less than your average person, they still do a lot of those things. I mean, how many people do you meet that their dogs are completely 100% unvaccinated? Not many. How many people do you meet that their dogs are completely 100% zero heartworm or flea tick, anything? Not very many. Um, So they're going to have some sort of toxic load somehow or another, you know, plus, you know, all the, um, all the incidental things that a lot of people don't think about just day-to-day life, you know, like floor cleaners and air fresheners and laundry detergent and, um, you know, uh, pesticides and herbicides and fertilizers in the yard, those kind, just those kinds of things that you wouldn't, you don't necessarily think of as being a, being an internal toxin to a dog, which they, you know, they're, they're harder on dogs than they are on people, but they're hard enough on people. So you end up, you have people that have dogs that don't feel good and don't want to eat. And it's automatically because they don't like the food or they don't do well on raw or say somebody finally does switch to raw and their dog starts detoxing Oh my God, he's got, he's got the runs. Oh my gosh, his eyes are watering. Oh my gosh, he's got crusty ears. Oh my gosh, he's losing his hair. It's because he's detoxing. It's not because he doesn't do good on raw. It's because he's detoxing. You know, all, all those kinds of things get misinterpreted or missed or ignored or, you know, poo-pooed away or whatever. And it gets blamed on the food and it doesn't have anything to do with the food. The best thing that the dog, the best thing in the dog's life is the food. <laughs> right. That's so. that's that's a very difficult concept to get across when when you're doing a consult, right? Because yeah, and people don't believe you or they you know, they're you know, they get defensive or they get um well, you're you, not a vet. I'm like, "Well, no, thank God I'm not," you know. Well, the thing <laughs> I've about- been brainwashed just like all the rest of them. <laughs> the um no, I, I totally agree. It's very difficult. But the one comeback that I hear from pet parents a lot is this. Yeah, but they were, they've always had this treat or they've always had those shots or they've always had um, those supplements and it's never affected them before. And I'm like, yeah, well, all that stuff is additive. And, you know, when, yeah. It, it's and it's you can talk till you're blue in the face and once so, somebody's decided something like that you're not going to talk them out of it and you know they they it also could be right you know there's there's a lot of things that you know if we were hands-on or in person or something we might see that nobody thinks to mention or that we don't we can't anticipate to ask you know so yeah. But the biggest thing is you will never convince me in any situation that any any of those things are because of the food. It's it's just that's just not the right answer ever. It, with the except with the exception of being like what I said at Harvey, like some dogs have legitimate um issues for one reason or another to certain proteins you know? So, um, just like, just like people do, and they're not, 
they may not be lifelong and they may be for a particular reason or something, but um, it's not because it's quote unquote raw food and it's not because it's um, a bad batch or something like that. That, that kind of stuff never happens. That so. is a very difficult one for, for people to hear. And, um, well, struck- I mean, yeah, you know, somebody's like, well, I got a bad batch. Well, you know, I've got 10,000 dogs that are eating the same thing and yours is the only one having a problem. I really don't think it's the food. Yeah, that I mean, that's a very difficult conversation to have because um, it never, ever turns out well when when I've said that. Never. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. You have to want the the best for your dogs. And I, and I do think that people do want the best for their dogs, but I do see that there is a line where it's, I want the best for my dogs, but it's not convenient. Therefore I'm going with convenience. So let me run this one by you, Niels. This was a um, submission from a pet parent who uh, has a 10 pound, a 10 year old Shiba Inu. Okay, a Shiba Inu, um, 25 pound dog. And they're contacting us because this dog is itching, ear infections, arthritis, joint pain, and overweight. Currently, they're, they said they were feeding a raw and home cooked. Now, the question that came back from customer service was, well, tell me about the raw that you're feeding and what you are feeding, you know, how that's prepared. So we did not get that information back, unfortunately. She said he's currently taking Timoral P, whatever that is, for allergies. It's an antihistamine and a small steroid dose. That could be the reason for the weight gain. But she said she gives three-fourths of a pill per day. Seems to help, but doesn't want him on steroids anymore. He's bloated and drinks and eats a lot. He also takes Trazodone at night to sleep, and he does not sleep at night. Uh, He tries... I'm just reading her word, Um, tried CBD, but he cries, rubs his face after eating, no matter what it is. He's been biting on his paws. She thinks it's from his arthritis. Uh, She cleans him with colloidal silver after the walks, Um, but he gets ear infections and smells yeasty around his growing. Um, So anyway, I bet she's feeding one of those, one of those quote unquote commercial home cooked raw foods that is mail order that is loaded with potatoes and grain. She says she's tried raw toppers, fermented food, home cooked, and she doesn't know what to do. So currently um, in here, she does say that her dog eats toppers. I would stop those immediately. Uh, Fish oils and vet prescribed medications. So I would say a lot of these are problematic. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. There's so many other questions that have to be asked. And, and the biggest one is, you know, what is everything that's going in the body? And this doesn't really tell us that. Um, but this would be something that, that you would get and people could contact you and work with you on this. But I just want people to understand that there's so much more information that we need, right? We need to understand what is the composition of the food that they're getting. What is everything that they're getting? How long have 
uh, you've been feeding this type of food? How long are you willing to get on a super clean species appropriate diet without all this junk? You know, um, that would be a good question for you to ask, Neely, <laughs> in your questionnaire. How willing are you to do something new? Um, what's your fear level of raw? Um, what's, what's your, um, level of inconvenience, <laughs> right? And, uh, and I, and I do feel for these pet parents who have tried everything, but maybe they just haven't tried it for long enough. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say is, well, that didn't work. Well, this didn't work. Well, how long did you do it? A day, a week, a month, six months, you know, it natural, natural, um, health and things like that takes time you know there's a lot of stuff to a lot of layers to work through and it takes time for healing to occur like that basically you just have to support the body to do what it needs and let it let it go through its its process and it's gonna take however long it takes if you are confused if you need help if you have issues like this sweet pet parent that is having all these issues with the Shiba Inu. Um, you want to get in touch with somebody like Neely Piazza. She's on our experts page. Just hit that button, fill it out, and then you and Neely will set up a time. You can set up a time to, to work with her and get your dogs lined out. It's not that hard. Uh, but, uh, but, but there are a, a lot of things out there that, that try to make it hard. And I think they just do that nearly. So you'll be lulled to sleep and you'll give up and you'll just say, Oh, I'm just going back to the kibble. Yeah, me too. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Remember Neely will be on the podcast each and every week. Send your questions in. We'll answer some of those right here on the podcast. Get over to rawdogfoodandco.com. Go to our learning center. Go to our expert session, experts section, and uh, sign up with Neely Piazza right there. Go to rawdogfoodandco.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Well, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble, and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.